You wake up, you're in a very comfortable room. It's very plushly decorated. The sheets are soft silk. Um, and as, the, as your eyes flutter open, in front of you is a, is a huge like bay window, right? Like French glass doors, that kind of thing. And you can see uh, the beautiful horizon of Uduasha. And instantly you know that you are in Chitichpur, which is the richest, most well-to-do, most like um, well-policed part of Uduasha. And normally like these buildings, which are half canvas tent, half permanent structure, uh, would have a lot of like motion and that kind of thing going on in them, but actually it is very quiet. Apart from you hear someone kind of clear their throat next to you and say, um, Ah, Miss Freya, awake, finally. Lovely to meet you. Are you doing okay? A glass of water, perhaps? Yeah, I think I look around and I am not used to this amount of light. And I kind of like uh, close my eyes and kind of look around. This is right after I've been taken, right? That's what it seems to you. Some time may have passed, but... I'm just wondering if my body would feel sore from like the struggle. From uh, when... What's her, what's mm. her name picked me up? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Daisy. Yeah, Daisy. Yeah. I kind of like look at this person who's addressing me and I say... No, I, I've, had, I've had better. Who are you? Are you... Are you the person who was going by the name of Peter Samhurst? <laughs> yes, indeed. That is uh, my presumed identity. Though, of course, you need no introduction from me. They call me Munna. And they call you the Tubby Queen of Scotland? Yeah. They used to. I don't feel particularly majestic at the moment. Why am I here? What do you want from me? Where did... uh, are you Are you going to kill me? I think you would have killed me already. What, what, are, what are you doing? No, no. Kill you? What a violent idea. No, certainly not. Someone like you with such talents and expertise, such influence, I could use someone like you. And certainly, you wouldn't want your errors to lead back to the Ceaseless Temple. So I think we could work out a deal between us. Hmm? You do some work for me, I keep you safe, I keep the temple unaware of your proclivities, your activities, and once you've worked your dead off to me, I let you go back. And I think at the, it's, it's at this moment that like, he, even though you are paranoid, there is something in his voice that is actually very kind of trustworthy, very calming. I, he seems like a genuinely like nice guy who's just like in a tough spot. And if you don't want to feel this kind of like instinctive trust, uh, you should try and resist. Yeah, I'm paranoid. Otherwise, I'd just go with it. So yes. I'm just going to roll yeah. resolve. Yeah. And that is a five. So I take one stress. Yeah, five, five, three. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you see Freya kind of like bow her head as he says, uh, you know, how I've been basically chastising me for being naughty and how, you know, everything can be fine. He's got a way out and the temple won't have to hear about it. And I'm like nodding my head and then I kind of furrow my brows and I say, and I think, what my proclivities? Because it's not like, you know, I'm being reported to school or something. I'm being reported to the temple. They know what my proclivities are. <laughs> they know everything. And then I kind of look up at this man and say, just speak to me plainly, uh, Mr. Munna. I haven't done anything. 
Oh, you don't need to call me Mr. Anything. I you just well, we can be on first name terms. Uh, I'm Munna, your Freya. And when I say proclivities, you know, uh, this alarming tendency you have to uh, sneak into places that you don't belong, create all kinds of trouble, and um, well, do such a bad job that you get caught. And I think this is not the first time you've done it. It won't be the last, but well. If the temple thinks that you are a liability, you're too much, bring too much attention, they won't be very happy, will they? I think uh, Freya's going to give, going to look at Munna for a long time, then she's going to give a smile, and then she's going to sit up in bed properly, mm -hmm. and like kind of like uh, turn to face him and say, Now listen, uh, Munna, since you want to be on, on a first name uh, basis with me, Munna. You're going about this the wrong way. If you want to really, really twist the knife, like really manipulate me, you should say that you're going to make up a bunch of things that I did that will completely shock them because they already know the kind of person I am. So if you just tell them the truth about what I'm doing, that won't really bother them. And I won't be scared of that because I know them and I trust them. You need to tell them that I have been secretly, like, I don't know, really a scoffer and a terrorist. You need to tell them about the number of people I've killed, that kind of thing, you know? Completely make a bunch of things up. That's what you should be doing if you want to manipulate me. And I'm thinking, Munda, that if we're going to be business partners or you want me or my help or whatever it is you need, you know, I'm I'm small fry, I know you're big fish. But like I think you can you, you can learn a thing or two from me as well. And I think Munda smiles and says, um Well, why would I need to say any of those things when you do such a good job for me? You're right. I do think I could learn something from you, don't you? Mm -hmm. And I give a smile and say, Yes, you absolutely should. First of all, the thing you must understand is that when you wake someone up, right after they've been kidnapped, the least you can do is offer a big breakfast. And he motions to the desk behind him, where there is indeed a big breakfast. And he says, I thought I might start with some water.